0: welcome Zion Hill Church family and friends to our annual watch night we thank you for joining us tonight and hope you are blessed by God we also want to thank you thank those who are joining us virtually and we hope you are blessed as well for those for the in-person attendees please know that the restrooms can can be utilized in addition Hot chocolate will be available for you, and the ushers will be there to assist you. With that being said, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for this day. Thank you for who you are. Holy Spirit, we want to invite you here tonight with us. We We want you to show up and show out tonight. We want you to show up, and show out to those who are with us virtually. We want you to have your way and just take over the atmosphere. Yeah. Lord, this year, the rain poured, but the sun was still shining because you are still Lord God Almighty. Oh, yeah. We thank you. We love you. We praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody! It's good to see you.
1: And if you're
2: Oh Oh, I, I to the, oh, yes I, I, the I said I'm on, I'm I'm on, on battlefield oh, yes fighting I to the time I said I'm on, I'm on oh, yes I, I to the, the, the Lord. I said I'm on I am on to the
3: Hallelujah, hallelujah. Good evening, brothers and sisters, those of you who are here tonight. We thank you for coming tonight in this watch service. I am Pastor Robert Ferguson, and my task tonight is to do the offering. Now, we teach here about tithes and offering, and, and there's a couple of scriptures that we always seem to use, but there's one that I like the most, and that comes from Malachi 3 and 10. And the reason I like this particular scripture is because it's like a dare. How many of you ever been young enough to remember to take a dare? Like a double dare, triple dare, truth of dare. Amen. All that stuff. And you would do it because you didn't want to look, seem like you were chicken or scared. That's right. Yes, ma'am. That's right. You don't want it to seem like that. Well, here in Malachi 3, God is placing a dare on us. And then I'm going to read from the ESV version. It says, bring the full tithe to the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and thereby put me to the test. You see, that's the dare right there. You see, we always try to do the things on our own until we get in trouble. What well, God is saying right here to put him to the test, says the Lord of the host. If I will not open up the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you a blessing, until there is no more need. Amen. See, brothers and sisters, this is God saying, give me a try. Because our tithes and offering is just another means of praise and worship to our Heavenly Father. Amen. And so for those of you who are wondering, that are sitting out there in the parking lot tonight, there will be people coming by with offering buckets Uh, the officers and other ushers out there. And also, if you are watching us on social media, you can go to our website, zionheal.com, and you can click on the offering button and give that way as well. So let us go before the Lord in prayer. Father God, we just thank you for this opportunity for each and every one of us to be a participant in this praise and worship experience. Father God, I just pray for a blessing upon all that who give, and give out of joy and being of cheerful heart. Give not because they have to, but because they want to, Father God, to experience the love and joy with you, Father God. We know that without, then this ministry cannot go forward. So, Father God, we just pray for the blessing upon all the offering that is given tonight. We thank you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
4: Lord, I want to say thank That will never get tired, hey. and it will never grow old. Oh. We will sing, holy the Lord to God, no one is gone. We say, be exalted, God, we lift You high be because You're the King of Heaven and Earth. Oh, my God. For oh God, I don't Got a God. question for you, listen Isn't He beautiful? <laughs> isn't He beautiful? Help me sing and say, isn't He beautiful? Isn't He beautiful? We serve a beautiful Savior Isn't He beautiful? We serve a beautiful Savior Isn't He beautiful? Yeah, He is a beautiful Savior Isn't He beautiful? Hey, he is you hold your beauty, God. Isn't he beautiful? Hey, is he beautiful? Isn't he beautiful? Hey. Come on, isn't he beautiful? Isn't he beautiful? Isn't he beautiful? Jesus. Isn't he beautiful? We started beautiful, Satan. Fire, and like water Sweet like bread. not beautiful say, I like fire Hair like water Sweet like bread. Isn't beautiful fire Amen. He's a new beautiful. He's a beautiful beautiful man. a beautiful man. He's a a beautiful man. He's a beautiful beautiful a a
1: coming year we say that you are blessed you are highly favored and God remembers you
4: children and their children and their children may favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children may favor be upon you and a thousand generations your your family As you. That's you. That's you. you. That's you. That's you. That's you. That's you. That's you. That's you. Said, you. you. Yeah. you. It's all you
1: trying to leave 2020 behind. I was trying to walk in 2021. How are you doing? My name is Destin Harris. I'm one of the ministers at Zion Hill Church here in Pineville, Louisiana. I'm just coming to reflect on our 2020. Man, what a year. We have never experienced a year like this before. Not in my lifetime. What can I say? Let's reflect. I remember when we was doing our watch night service of 2020 and our pastor declare of a 2020 vision and I grasped on to that 2020 vision and I was trying to look into 2020 and I'm thinking and how much God is going to do for me personally. but I never saw the things before me that took place for instance. The losing of Kobe Bryant. Man, what a loss. Hurting me to my core. Felt like I lost my own brother. Man, it just told me up personally. Because you watch this young man growing up, playing basketball, being great in the sport that he do. Love his family, love his children. Man, it hurted me to the core. But you know what? Even in that, as I witnessed that, it hurt bad. But I still saw God to be faithful and how people rally around his family, around his wife and to encourage her. Man, that was inspiring. And how it brought everybody together. You know what I have noticed when there are always some situations of disasters of any of a lost of a loved one. God have a way to show itself faithful. And God have done that all through 2020. Even though it's been challenging, then right after that, not even a month later, here comes COVID. Man, something that we have never experienced in our life before, COVID. I couldn't even tell you the name of it, COVID-19. Sound like a football play to me. So here come COVID, take over our life, change everything in our life. Something that we have never experienced before. Our kids staying home from school, I have never seen this in my life. Man, you're talking about a challenging time for everyone. This one thing I've noticed, that COVID touched the four corners of the earth. Everyone is able to experience COVID. Not one country greater than the other, everybody is able to experience this. Man, even then that I noticed And how people rallied together and how people coming about and encourage one another. Yes, we see some of the ugly things that happens in people, too. But also we saw the great things that happen in people. But we saw the greatness in God and how we're able to witness the hand of God to move even during the times of COVID. And how he used people to able to be of generosity. What a wonderful thing to see how God have used even the things of COVID to bring the best out of us. Man, challenging. But to know that God is still faithful. And this time of my pastor declared that 2020, I did not see Kobe Bryant. I did not see COVID. Yes. Even in the time of him declaring that we will have 2020 vision for 2020. And that moment, some of my vision became blurred. But guess what? Thank God for the Holy Ghost. But the Holy Ghost had to remind me of this 2020 vision. Sometimes we have to even see through a blurred vision. And I had to see the hand of God even in a blurred vision. Some of you, to this day, you have to see God through a blur in a blurred vision because he's still there. The word of God said he would not leave us, nor would he forsake us. So God is forever faithful, even in the time of of a loss of a loved one, even in a pandemic. God is still faithful. Man, and we go on. This life is always changing. Then we have a storm come. Man, not only one storm, two storms, not even probably two weeks apart. Man, you're talking about challenging of the whole country of the United States or one way or another. Someone, as I speak now, is being challenged about some other type of storm. It might be a snowstorm, but we're going to always be faced in storms in our lives. But guess what? At the end of the day. God is still faithful. Even during our times of our church, guess what? It shook us all up. Man, we weren't able to see our church members. We were able to see our youth and our children of our church. You're talking about challenging. It lets you know how much you really pre- appreciate your church members, how much you appreciate your pastor. Because guess what? We need one another. Some people will say that we don't need each other. Not true. God have created that we need one another. The Bible said that's why it said that iron sharpens iron. We're here to make one another better even in the times of a pandemic, even in the times of a storm. And then one storm that really shook our core of our own personal church. It was an attack on our past. You're talking about I will shake you to your core of your leader of your church that you have actually My family have grew up on this man of God and how he have affected our church. It affected our community. Oh, man, when it happened, attacked on his life. Oh, man, it shook everyone. But guess what? Even though the weapon was formed, it did not prosper. Someone that's listening to me today, even though what we're going through, guess what? Even though the weapon is formed, it shall not prosper. But I dare you to continue to have that 2020 vision, even that life will become clearer that God can do in your life come in 2021. God is still faithful to you. All the challenges that we have faced. This year, man, you know what it had done for me? It had made me a better Christian. It made me a better person. It made me a better husband. Because now you're able to appreciate the things that God give you. Man, God has been faithful to me. And He's been faithful to you too. God is faithful. Thank you for joining us of our watch night service tonight. Let's look into 2021 and let's see what the Lord would do for us. See you in 2021.
5: our worship team. Come on, help me just thank, thank God for every one of our volunteers this evening. I can't wait for them to come back and sing some more. But before they come, I want to just share with you briefly what does says the Lord. First, I want to say thank you for taking out of your busy schedule to be with us today. That means a lot to us and we appreciate your presence here. I also want to say thank you to all of our volunteers. I mean all over the place there are people working on camera behind the scene. I mean all over the parking lot in the building. We are so grateful to all of you for what you are doing to make the kingdom of God. Of God comes. Thanks to all of our technical crew, all of our sound engineers, all of our media staffs, all of our singers and musicians and dancers, I'm telling you I can stay all night just being blessed with the atmosphere of worship. I'm grateful that we serve a God who is worthy to be praised. Thank you for what you have done today to make his kingdom come and his will be done on earth. Please permit me to call your attention to one verse of the scripture. I am pregnant with a word from the Lord and I'm anxious to share this with you. Before I invite, our worship team to come and bless us some more. And please don't forget, after our worship experience today, hang around. We want to just continue the celebration to a new year. We're going to have a big firework outside the building. That's our way of saying, Lord, we thank you for a brand new year. Please open your Bible to the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse number 21. The book of Joel, chapter 2, verse number 21. The Bible says, Fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Let's pray. Father, we are grateful. For the word of God. Thank you for all of your people who are gathered here this evening to celebrate you and to thank God for another year's journey. Holy Spirit, I pray that you will use me to be a channel of blessing to your people. Use my tongue as a ready writer for your glory. Now I step back that you may step up. This is your show. This is your church. These are your people. Have your way in this place. And we will be careful to give you all the glory. All the honor. And all the praise. It is in Jesus' name we pray. And the church say, Amen. Please permit me to. Remind you the scripture I just read to your hearing. The Bible said, fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice. Why? For the Lord will do great things. The Lord will do what? Great things. I can stop there and go home. My brothers, my sisters, today, by permission of the Holy Spirit, I decree and I declare in the year 2021, the Lord God will do a great thing in your life. Open your mouth, shout amen. I say the Lord God will do a great thing in your life. Amen. You know it and I know it. The year 2020 was full of drama. It was a year of all kinds of crises. Folks were protesting. All kinds of riot going on. All kinds of drama. In fact, it was a a messy year to to tell the truth. Twice in that same year, the devil tried to kill me. My brother, my sister, but isn't it good that you and I are still alive? The blunt truth is that we made it. The year is about to be over in a few minutes. We went through the storm, we went through the rain, but we are still here. Come on, give the Lord God a, a clap offering. Just thank him that you are still here. Please permit me to give you a quick background to the passage I read to your hearing. It's a prophecy about the people of Israel. Very familiar story. Israel was chosen by Almighty God. But you know from time to time, Israel will stray away. They will do things that they're not supposed to be doing. And as a result, because God is a good father, I don't know of any father or any mother that will watch their children doing wrong and don't correct them. So, God was stepping from time to time to make sure that Israel is disciplined. At this particular time, the punishment for Israel was an attack by the locusts. The locusts came into their country and chewed up everything they are planting, they are growing as a result, all their crops, all their trees, all their shrubs, everything was wiped out. So now the country finds itself struggling. According to the scripture, to give you a picture of what was going on, there was four different sets of locusts. The Bible described each of these sets of locusts. The Bible said there was a chewing locust. When the chewing locusts came, whatever they didn't finish, here comes another set of locusts called a swarming locusts. And whatever they didn't finish, here comes a crawling locusts. And whatever the crawling locusts could not finish, here come a consuming locust. They were wiped out. It's like what some of us experienced this year. You just find yourself in one drama after the other. If it's not one thing, it's another. Some people lost their job. Some people lost their home, some people lost their savings, some even lost their retirement. All kinds of things was going on. Some people even lost their investment in the process. Every time you turn around, there's some kind of drama or some kind of crisis going on. The question must be asked, why? Why? Why is it that Israel have to go through all that crisis? Why is it that we went through all that we went through this year, 2020? Well, I've got to be honest with you. There's only one word to describe it. It's called sin. Our disobedience to God always results in some kind of devastation. Our rebellion, you are here throughout the year, you see all kinds of injustice, mistreatment of people. The way we treat the poor, the way we treat the elderly, the way we treat the the little children, the way we treat the unborn. The way we we reference God. Some of us even take God for granted. We don't even go to church no more. All kinds of drama. We live in a nation now. We start out saying in God we trust. But today we have turned our back on God. Brother Pastor, how can you say that? Where the proof is in the pudding. We are doing what we want to do. Nobody can tell us anything. We'll do what we want regardless of what God said. In fact, we don't even do what the government said. Simple things, as put on your mask. Oh no, I'll do my own thing. So there's a spirit of rebellion that is going on. And as a result, we end up being faced with a plague. Now you see how we end up with COVID 19. Now we're dealing with all kinds of sicknesses. We're dealing with hospitals running out of bed. We're dealing with people dying. Then our economy begins to crumble. Right in our face. What's going on? The other day I was, I was watching the television and I see people lining up for food in the richest nation on earth. That ought to tell you and me something. All kinds of issues, all kinds of drama, all kinds of violence, all kinds of storms, I just heard Pastor Destin Harris make reference to that. All kinds of hurricanes. Why do we find ourselves in this situation? It's a result of sin. It's a result of disobedience. But I brought you good news today. One thing amazing about God is that he's a God of a second chance. In fact, to be honest with you, for people like me, he is more than a second chance God. He's giving me third chance, fourth chance. I mean, I could, the number just keep going. But what a blessing. Just to, Are you glad that he's a God of another chance? Am I the only one happy that God is giving us another chance? So I hear him say, son of man, Blow the trumpet in Zion. That's what I'm doing this evening. Sound the alarm on the holy mountain. The day of the Lord is here. God is giving us another opportunity to get right with God. That is why Joel chapter 2 verse 25 says, God in his grace and mercy will restore all the years that the locusts have stolen from you and me. The Bible says he will restore all the years that the locusts have stolen, all the years that the canker worm have stolen, all the years that the palmer worm have stolen, all the years that the caterpillar have stolen. And as I was meditating for months and months, as we get close to the end of the year, most pastors do that, you know. And I hear the Lord say, look, you're going to be hearing all kinds of reports, all kinds of negative reports that says, oh, we're still in this pandemic. This thing's going to last for a long time. We will continue to see breakdown in our society. But the Lord said, this is going to be a year of restoration.'" By permission of the Holy Spirit, I decree and I declare right now. The year 2021 shall be a year of restoration. Open your mouth, shout amen. amen. Open your mouth, shout restoration. Come on, I can't hear you blow your horn. Shout restoration. (laughs) I hear you, loud and clear, hallelujah. (laughs) So, what is it that God's going to restore this year 2021? Hallelujah. I'm glad you asked. The Bible is so clear, it's amazing how much detail is found in the word of God. Number one, according to Joel chapter 2 verse 25, God will restore years. Years. Now, I don't know how long you've been troubled by the devil. But the good news is that God is not trying to restore some minutes or some days or some weeks. God will restore years. Years that the enemy have stolen from you. In the name of Jesus. To somebody, that may be your job. To somebody, that may be your marriage. To somebody, that may be your position on your job. To another, it may be that you just need another chance for you to live for God. But I hear the Lord says, God will restore the years that you have lost. Today, in the name of Jesus Christ, I speak restoration in your life, restoration in your career, restoration in your finances. I speak restoration in your place of employment, restoration in your, in, in your company, in your pursuit, in your career, in your ministry, in the name of Jesus Christ. Number two, not only did did God plan to restore the years, he also promised to restore your soul. The book of Psalms, chapter 23, verse number three, very familiar scripture, David said, He restored my soul. We are talking about your mind. You'll be amazed how many people are now being troubled with Alzheimer's. Believers, children of God, being troubled by dementia. Oh, but it's good to know this new year coming, the year that we will enter in a few minutes. God said, I will restore your soul. When you find your mind skipping on you, I want you to remember that God is a God of restoration. Not only will God restore the years that has been stolen from you, not only will he restore your soul, according to scriptures, he will restore your health. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 30, verse 17 says, I will restore your health and I will heal your wounds. Many of you, you are listening to me right now, you know what it is to be wounded. Even sometimes by people that you loved. Even sometimes by your close friends. Even sometimes by church folks. But oh, what a blessing to know that God is committed to restore not only the years that were stolen from you, not only your soul, but he will restore your health and he will heal your wounds. I am a living witness today that God is in the business of restoring our health. I pray that you will receive this revelation as we step into a new year. I hear the Holy Spirit says over and over again in my spirit, it shall be a year of restoration. You see, in the natural, nothing adds up. The economy is messed up. The number of deaths is high. People are still being sick as we speak. The fascination is not getting through as many people as we want to be fascinated. But there are some things that it takes God's super on your natural. It would have been safe for me to come here today and say, oh, it's going to be a, a rough year because I can see the data, I can see the numbers. But I hear the Holy Spirit say, tell my people, Everything that the locusts have, yep. have stolen. Everything the cankerworm have stolen. Everything the palmerworm have stolen. Everything the caterpillar have stolen. I, the Lord God, will restore. Yep. Open your mouth, shout restoration. 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 Today I speak restoration in your health. Restoration in your marriage. Restoration in your home, in your family, in the name of Jesus Christ. I decree and I declare the year 2021 shall be a year of restoration. Open your mouth, shout amen. Amen. I can hear you blow your horn, shout amen. amen. God is faithful. God is a good God. He can bless you when everything around you says otherwise. Please take note. It's always the will of God to bless his people. How do I know that? John chapter 10 verse 10 says, It is the thief that comes to steal from you, to kill you, and to destroy you. But Jesus said, I have come that you and me might have life and have it more abundantly. I feel like shouting already. And the Bible is full of examples of people that God restored. So this is not just theories. You remember the story of Jacob in the book of Genesis chapter 32, beginning from verse 24, God restored Jacob's destiny. That same God is your God. He loves you as much as he loves Jacob. There's another example in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 30, beginning from verse 6 through verse 9, the story of David. David went out of town one time before he got back, All of his house, all of his property, all of his wives and children were stolen. And guess what God did? God gave him instruction. He said, go after the enemy. Pursue. You will not fail. And you will be restored everything that was stolen from you. What am I trying to tell you? The Bible is full of examples after examples of God's people being restored. So there is hope for you and me. I remember in First Chronicle Chronicles 4, verse 9-10, you see the story of Jabez. He was born in poverty, but God restored his destiny. The hand of God was upon him. And God enlarged his territory. You remember the story of Job. If you don't know anything, I'm sure you heard of Job. Job lost everything. He lost his business. He lost his children. He lost his possession. He lost his health. But guess what? God restored everything back to him. In fact, the Bible says God gave him double for his trouble. That same God is your God. In 2020, this, the, the year we are in right now, many people, you lost your job. Your house foreclosed. Your car, repose. It's been a rough year. Relationship in trouble. Children acting up. And I'm sure you're wondering, how am I going to make it? Well, good news, you made it. Today is the last day of the year. In matters of a few minutes, you're going to be entering to a brand new year with fresh promise from God. Glory be to his holy name. Say if you are here today listening to me and your credit is jacked up or your money is funny, I hear the Lord say, I will restore the years that the locals have stolen from you. I hear the Lord say, tell my people, this Is the year, this is the season, this is the time that recovery will take place. While the government are still fighting each other, while there are all kinds of noise, rumors of war, disunity, but I submit to you, God can breathe life into a valley of dead bones. Everything the devil has stolen from you, I hear my spirit, restoration, 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 restoration. In this brand new year, I pray that will be your portion. You've been crying, you've been worrying about it. Some have been so depressed, some are even afraid to leave. Some are in bondage in their own home. But thank God for restoration. Joel chapter 2 verse 26 says, to tell you how sure God is about this, he said, you shall eat in plenty. Good news for somebody. Just a few days ago, I was doing research about the needs in central Louisiana, and we talked to the food bank, and we talked to the homeless coalition, and we were were talking to Rapids Foundation, just trying to learn what is going on, and how our child can be of more help. But oh, I got some good news. Yes, we're going to continue to help those who are in need, but I want you to believe God by faith this evening that this year, The Lord is your shepherd and you shall not want. If you receive that, shout amen. The Bible says you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. That's Joel chapter 2 verse 26. He said you will be able to praise the name of Jesus. And he said my people shall never, never be ashamed. It is tough when you have to be lining up and begging when you serve a good God. Brother pastor, okay, I get it. I hear your horn being blown. I rejoice with you. I'm blowing mine too for the glory of God. Now the question is, how are we going to activate restoration this new year? How are we going to position ourselves for God to restore us? How are we going to find the keys to restoration in our life? Please permit me to give you a few clues. And then I will turn this over to our worship team. Number one, the key to restoration is repentance. Repentance. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then God said, I will hear, I will forgive, and I will heal their land. We're talking about full repentance. Not casual repentance. Not for you to be in today and out tomorrow. There are 12 months in a year. You need to ask yourself the question before we enter the new year. How much of this coming year are you going to serve God? How much of this coming year are you going to do your best to live for God? Ladies and gentlemen, Until you are on the side of the restorer. See, God is the restorer. Until you get on his side, you're not a candidate for restoration. There comes a time when you have to man up or woman up and say, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the foolishness. I know better. And you begin to live for Christ. Believe me when I tell you, repentance always leads to restoration. Job chapter 22, verse 23 says, If thou shalt return back to God, guess what God is committed to do? He will build you up. Even in the midst of famine, God can prosper you even while the whole nation is crumbling, God can raise you up. If you want restoration, repentance must be on your list of to-do. Number two, another thing you need to learn to do throughout this coming year is to learn to cry out to God. It is so important that you get your praise on. It is so important, my friend, to get your prayer cooking. You have to be willing to ask God, Lord, restore me, restore my marriage, restore my house, restore my children, restore my job, restore my health. David said, this poor man cried out unto the Lord. The Lord heard him. And the Lord deliver him out of all of his trouble. You've got to be willing to cry unto God. Number three, you have to be willing to subscribe to divine guidance. I hate to tell you this. In the natural, we all don't see good. In this natural, we see blurrily. Like Pastor Harris pointed out earlier. It is so important that you see things through the eyes of God. It takes divine guidance. Remember in Psalms 23 verse 3, the Bible didn't just say he restored my soul. Keep on reading. Then it said he leadeth me in the path of righteousness. If you want restoration, you've got to allow God to lead you. No guidance, no restoration. It's not something that you can do in your own flesh. It's not something that I can obtain in my own flesh. It takes the leading of the Holy Spirit. Listen to me, folks. God knows where the devil is hiding your blessings you got to follow him and let God lead you all the way that's a key to restoration number 4 for the sake of time you have to be excited about restoration You cannot just hear this and say, okay, maybe so, maybe not. You got to get excited about being restored. It means you have to refuse in this coming year, you have to refuse to be down. You have to refuse to be depressed. You have to refuse to be discouraged. If the devil can get you discouraged, you are not enjoying restoration. Notice the text I read to you. He said, fear not. You see, that's how you qualify for restoration. He said, be glad. He said, rejoice. And I'm sure you say, why? Because the Lord will do great things. But supposing you're always down in your spirit, supposing you're always Feeling sorry for yourself. Having pity party. Sucking your thumb all year. How can God bless you when you have no desire, no drive, no motivation for being restored? Ladies and gentlemen, Job 22 verse 29, put it this way. He said, when men of this world are saying this are going down. You should be saying this are going up. In other words, don't be fooled by what you're going to be hearing on the media. Don't be fooled by circumstance. Don't be fooled by your condition. The Bible says a thousand may fall, ten thousand by your right. As for you, it won't come near you. So you have to wake up every day and encourage yourself in the Lord. And say, sir, we're going to make it. Storm may rise, wind may blow, but in your knowledge, you just knowing you're knowing that God is able to see you through. It's up to you in this brand new year coming because people will say all kinds of things. You will read about it. You will see it on television. You will see Movies and videos, oh Lord, this is going down, oh that one is not good, that one is, but you have to know in your knowing that God is on your side. Let me give you an example. You see, let's suppose you're traveling from Louisiana to Texas. The truth be told, you're going to have to pass through some towns. You may have to see some things. But your focus should be where you're going. You have to be careful that you don't get distracted. Oh, you're driving on the highway and all of a sudden you see a bunch of cows crossing the highway. You say, oh my God. No, no, no. Don't go, my God, now. Just calm down. These two shall pass. God said it's going to be a year of restoration. Receive that in your spirit. Come hell or high water, make up your mind that you're going to be all right. Amen. Let me mention one more thing for the sake of time. If you want restoration this year coming, you have to learn to identify some agents of restoration. You would not believe my story. Today is the last day of the year, and I had to do some courses to keep my license as a lawyer, and so I paid $65 to take a course this evening, and the course is about being an agent for athletes. I just chose that topic. I wanted to learn how do you represent people playing for NBA or people in the NFL or whatever. So I decided, and as I was studying, just trying to get my credit, I hear the Holy Spirit says, tell my people, when it comes to restoration, you need to identify agents of restoration. You cannot afford to be listening to any kind of teaching. Not everybody that say they are called to preach are sent to preach. You have to make sure that you find a church home where the word of God is being proclaimed, where the name of God is being exalted, where Jesus is the head pastor, where the Holy Spirit is driving the ministry. I don't know about you. I can't speak for anybody else. It's an honor to be an agent for the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is why I could come before you today and decree and declare by faith. See, it takes faith to decree what's going to happen in the coming year. If we look at the circumstance and situation, we say, oh, no, we're not going to make it. But oh, thank God we walk by faith and not by sight. So today, by faith, I decree and declare: restoration of your health, restoration of your finance, restoration of your wealth, restoration of your job, restoration of your family, restoration of your, of your condition, your anything you're believing God for. The Bible says, whatsoever you desire when you pray, believe. And it shall be done unto you. In the name of Jesus, I pray this coming year, everything that you have lost, some have even lost their joy. Some are walking around, but they are not happy. They've lost their happiness. Some have lost their own dignities. Some have lost years, literally, years. But I decree and declare today, restoration. Open your mouth, shout restoration. Say like you mean it, restoration. Blow your horn, I can't hear you, shout restoration. In the name of Jesus Christ. The book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 23, give us a picture of of what will happen when you are restored. The Bible says God will bring forth the former rain and the latter rain. All in the same season. Hallelujah. (laughs) If I were not holding this microphone, I'd take off running. God has a way of giving you double for your trouble. In the name of Jesus I decree and declare this year is going to rain in your life. If you have somebody in your automobile, tell that neighbor of yours say, neighbor, is fixing to rain. It's about to rain in my life. It's about to rain in my church. It's about to rain in my family. It's about to rain. The former rain, the latter rain. rain of blessings, rain of healing, rain of deliverance, rains of miracle. I don't know about you, when was the last time you see the hand of God in your life? You better get ready, you better get ready. God is fixing to pour out the former rain and the latter rain in your life. In the name of Jesus. You're going to get your singing back. Hallelujah. You're going to get your shouting back. Hallelujah. You're going to get your joy back. Hallelujah. You're going to get your dancing back. Hallelujah. Some of you, you used to run for Jesus. You're going to get your step back. There the wait upon the Lord. They shall renew their strength. They will mount up wings. God is fixing to reign in your life. God is fixing to reign in your marriage. God is fixing to reign in your family, in the life of your children. God is fixing to reign that miracle, that blessing, that healing, that deliverance in your life. Your time has come for God's restoration. God's going to fix that situation. The things that looks impossible with man, is possible with God. God's going to touch you and repair anything that is broken and fix every damage. God is the Potter; you and I are the clay. All we need to do is to step in the Potter's wheel and allow Him to shape us and to mold us. God said restoration. I'm going to invite our worship team back here. And I want you to receive that revelation today. Keep that in your spirit. Keep that in your mind in a few minutes. And I want to say in advance, Happy New Year. Happy Year of restoration. Happy Year of deliverance. Happy New Year of Breakthrough! God is going to do it. It's not going to be by might. It's not going to be by power, but by his spirit. And things are looking possible with man. With God, all things are possible. And you don't have to wait until it starts to happen. You can start rejoicing right now. The first minute of the brand new year, start praising God for your restoration. Begin to thank him. Don't let the persuasion on the media disturb your praise. Some things in life you have to praise your way through it. You got to make up your mind, I'm going to have a good year. God said it's going to be a year of restoration. I believe it. I receive it. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continue to be in my mouth. So wherever you are right now, I dare you to bless his holy name. I dare you to give him the praise. I dare you to honor him. I dare you to serve him. I dare you to believe his word. I dare you to keep looking to the hills from whence cometh your help, knowing that your help comes from no man but the Lord. So I prophesy over your life. I decree it, I speak it, I declare by faith. Your life is fixing to change for the better. Your condition is fixing to change for the better. We don't serve a dead God. He is the same yesterday. He is the same today and will be the same forevermore. If he restore Daniel, he can restore you. If he restore Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he can restore you. If he restore the people of Israel, he can restore you. If he restore Job, he can restore you. If he restore Esther and restore Jabez, the number is so long. You are a candidate for his restoration. So keep believing God. Keep trusting God and let's prepare our heart to receive a brand new year of restoration in the name of Jesus. Will you please help me thank God wherever you are right now. Just begin to praise him. Shout hallelujah. If you have to blow your horn. Whatever you have to do. If you have to get out of the car. And just lift up your hands. Or whatever you have to do. If you just want to clap your hand Wherever you are. If you just want to rejoice. As the worship team begin to sing. Begin to thank God. For your restoration. I want to pray with you right now. Wherever you are. If you're able to lift up your hands towards heaven, it's your way of saying I surrender. God said, I will restore. I don't know about you, I believe it. I receive restoration. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the precious name of Jesus, God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. Today I decree and declare whatever needs in your life, sicknesses, disease, shortcoming, condition, circumstance, anything that does not represent the will of God, we bind it right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We speak life into your situation. We speak life into your health. We speak life into your family. We speak life into your ministry. Everything the devil meant for evil, we pray in the precious name of Jesus. In this new year, there shall be a turnaround in your life. I seal this prayer with the precious blood of Jesus. It is so. In Jesus' name. Amen. Open your mouth. Shout amen. Amen. Come on. Shout amen again. It is so. In Jesus' name. Will you please let me welcome the greatest group on earth. Amen. I love you guys. Thank you for being a blessing. God bless you.
1: Praise the Lord. Make some noise if you're ready for the new year. If you're ready for the new year, I need you to make some noise. We're going to speak a declaration over your life and let you know that it's a fixed fight. You've already won the
4: battle for this coming year. So clap your hands like this. Come on. Yep. Yeah. Open up your mouth. everything and I can
6: tread upon the head of the enemy cause he's defeated yeah that's why we sing cause God is already won the victory
4: now everybody come yeah. yeah I'm going to lay my look real your horn if you got the victory. clap those everywhere. Listen. I'm not worried for I know help me. You say God has everything under control. Why? Because he's defeated and I'm talking to you. There is evidence the, the devil is already defeated. Oh. Yes, he is. Defeated. Yes, you are. Defeated. Oh, my God. Defeated. One more time. Defeated. I got to tell you something. Hey. It's a big fight, and you already won. Hey. It's a big fight, and we already won. Hey. It's a big fight and we already won. Woo! It's a big fight and we already won. Open up your mouth and say it's a big fight. Come on. It's a big fight. and, we already, and won. we already won. If you believe you have the victory for this coming year. It's a big and, we already fight. Won. and we already won. Speak over yourself today it's a pigs fight. It's a big fight. and we already and won. We already won. Somebody say it's a big fight, a big fight. and you already, and already won. I'm talking to the enemy tonight. It's yeah. a big it's fight, a big and fun. I already, and we already won. won. Yeah. Yeah. and, we already, and won. we already won. Yeah, I have the victory today. And we, and we already, and won. We already oh. won. Everybody, lift the loud, It's a big
1: fight. Yeah. It's a
4: big Oh, didn't he? you so we say you lose again yeah you lose again you lose again I'm so thankful that you lose again But you had me But God he You lose again I'm talking to somebody Who believes you You lose God. again You lose You lose again You lose again Woo! If you believe it Open up your mouth and say it You lose again If you believe it out there, hook your horn and say it You lose again Lose again. Again. I'm so grateful. You lose again. again. Greater is in me than he that is in the world. Again. You lose. You lose again. 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 Open again. Open up your mouth and give him glory today. Open up your mouth and give him glory. we no.